Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about what to do during a terrorist attack. How to react, what goes through your head, what should go through your head, and how you uh, get out of it alive, I guess. So, Kevin, any insights? Yeah, well, not really. I've never been in a terrorist attack. No? Hasn't uh, been a problem for you? Not yet. And I know I'm probably on record saying I'm not really worried about being think, killed by terrorists. I think you did say I've that the that odds were low. Times. Now, the odds seem to be stepping up a little bit lately. A little bit. I'm still not too worried about it. But the truth is, you know, being a prepper means being prepared. Being prepared for, uh, you know, un- unforeseen events. You can never know what's going to happen. So, might as well uh, get ready and, and just uh, get a few facts in our heads about, uh, you All know, right. how, to, how to react instead of uh, having to rely on instincts. Yeah, that sounds right. Now, I know we talked about a lot in the uh, situal, situational awareness episode. Right. We talked about, uh, you know, paying attention to things, being aware of what's going on. I got to say, kind of paying attention, that uh, that's going to help you out when uh, these kind of things unfold. Yeah, that's a big, uh, that's a big part of it is, uh, you know, trying to spot the danger before it's dangerous, you know, you know getting ahead of it. It doesn't mean, you know, oh, I need to run away from this situation, drag my kids, oh, we can't go to the baseball game, or mm-hmm. we can't, you know, go to the Trump rally, or whatever it is that, you know, you might want to do. 
Maybe you want to go to the Hillary, uh, the Hillary book signing. I don't know. I don't know what does it for you, but uh, that kind of thing. You know, it's a little. Uh, I think I'd avoid both both of those things. But I, I am with you. But both of these, uh, you know, these are the things where you end up being more at risk. But situational awareness, paying attention, right, looking for the things. You know, you guys can go back and listen to the episode, see what, uh, you know, what kind of things you might want to look for, but. Um, all right, so you're out, you hear gunshots, you're out at the mall with the family, because, you know, we all like to hang out at the mall, mm-hmm. and uh, we're out at the mall, we hear gunshots, that happened at our local mall not that long that ago. Did. That did. Oh, I had a friend that was up there. Four or five years, yeah. That was a, he was a bit of a prepper, and uh, all, he, all he did is he, he told me that if I was there, I would have been shocked. Never never would have seen a fat man run that fast. <laughs> <laughs> that bad. Yeah, I guess uh so some crazy guy uh walks in with like a hunting rifle, goes mm-hmm. into uh like through a dick's hardware, so I guess maybe people aren't as shocked right away, you know, mm-hmm. what or Dick's uh sporting goods, sorry. Yeah. And uh and then just walks into the mall and starts shooting at people. Mm-hmm. Shooting at the army recruiter and mm-hmm. and all kinds of random shooting but yeah what was weird was very all the uh no he didn't he wasn't a uh skilled shooter but or at least didn't appear to be Mm -hmm. um the uh the mall security guys were nowhere to be found (laughs) i don't know what happened they all kind of took off and that just kind of played out the guy seemed to have you know time to reload and and do a lot of things and and i think that happens all too often where Mm -hmm. We hear about these guys being able to control the situation and there's no reaction, you know, from anybody willing to, right. you know, do anything. I mean, honestly, I guess it comes back to, uh, you know, September 11th, you know, those guys on the planes, you know, for so long we were taught and conditioned that, hey, you know, you, you just stay calm and, and let the right people handle it. You know, mm-hmm. you're just going to put everybody else in danger right. if you try and react Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Complacency doesn't seem to be the uh, the standard order of business anymore. The, the world seems to be changing. Yeah, looks like if you want to live through things, maybe you're gonna you have to start paying yourself. attention and uh, take care of things. You know, uh, one of the things I always hear from cops is, you know, it's gonna take me ten minutes, a half hour to get to your house. Mm-hmm. So. You know, a lot yeah. can happen in 10 minutes. Right. And same thing. You know, you're out at the mall and, and somebody starts shooting. What are you going to do? So I guess that's what we're going to talk about. Um, one of the first things uh, that, that always comes in my head when I, I hear, uh, you know, terror attack or, or, you know, if there's gunshots, there's a couple things you want to think about. And it's uh, concealment versus cover. And I don't know if, you know, you've thought about this, but basically people jump behind things, but it turns out you want to jump behind something that's going to stop a bullet. Right. And that's not usually what happens. But also when you're in the middle of a mall, maybe there aren't things that are going to stop a bullet, mm-hmm. you know, that you can jump behind. Yeah, the sunglass hut. Sunglass the, hut, maybe not. Thing, it's not the best. Uh... But the ATM machine... 
Maybe that's a good move. That's a good point. I wouldn't have thought of about yeah, that. But see? that'd probably stop a bullet. Maybe a vending machine, candy, soda, those things might do it mm-hmm. um, in your house or in a, a you know office. Mm-hmm. A refrigerator is a great thing. You mm-hmm. know, any kind of concrete barrier is obviously ideal. Right. But, uh, you know, don't count on drywall stopping no, a bullet. No, walls are not necessarily, unless they're cinder block, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're not even that great either, but right. they're better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so think about that. You want cover. Um, the big thing, you kind of, I, I mean, I know I, I've spent the time and, and talked to the wife and, and even talked to the kids about this and about how they want to react, but when the time comes down, what I find is most people freeze. Mm-hmm. And they're not prepared, and it's probably pretty unlikely that the bulk of us are going to have uh, people practicing this in their homes and and going through it every day. So you being the prepper, you're going to have to be the one to take charge and remember. Mm-hmm. And awesome if you can teach your wife to be you know as equipped and prepared as you are, mm-hmm. then more power to you. And damn, if you can get your kids to listen to you and react the right way. I really like that. Yeah. Um, so basically you hear these gunshots. I think, you know, you maybe the, the soldier in you uh, it tells you, hey, I'm going to run to danger and I'm going to go get to the bottom of it. But I think the first order of business is to throw the people that you love and care about into, you know, cover mm-hmm. or if not, at least concealment. And right. get them hidden and taken care of. At least get them going in the right direction before you go and try and stop anything. Because mm-hmm. taking care of the people that are important to you. Right, that comes before comes uh, being first. a hero. You know. I know the hero sounds good, but how do you live with yourself when your mm-hmm. wife gets shot? But yeah, you stop the guy. Mm-hmm. or You know, that that's not really uh, what it's about. You know, take care of yours first. And I know that may sound a little heartless. But also when your mind is not worried about mm-hmm. your right. people, You're then you can be out. more effective at stopping. Now, also, if you're not quick on the draw. Now, some of us have where you can have the gun in your hand in a second. And maybe mm-hmm. you carry one in the chamber and you're ready to go. Well, that's another story and, and you're maybe ready. But maybe if you're the guy who's got to kind of reach and dig out your gun or mm-hmm. pull it out of the coat pocket that's right. a little awkward then maybe a little cover for you is not a bad move to get situated and then kind of assess the situation right. and come out on the attack. Um, next thing, um, you know, then uh, kind of, you know, they say in these situations, one, everybody kind of seems to freeze like like we just talked about. And you want to kind of yell out to people, hey, take cover. You know, people will do what they're told but right. they don't react when they if don't, you don't tell them. Right, when they don't know what to do. They just sit there and panic. Yeah. And not everybody and not all the time. And sometimes they run right. in a crazy mob. But if you're in a crowd of people, but if you can have a clear, some of them. If you can have a clear vision of what's right, you need to yell and put it out to people. Yeah. Um, so many people will sit on a sinking ship waiting for something to happen. Well, that's something that could happen is you telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very important. Um, you really do want to, now again, you don't necessarily want to draw attention to yourself with this guy, but if you can kind of in the commotion, get people moving in the right direction 
or at least put somebody else in charge of, hey, you, take these people over there, or whatever you have to do. Um, then people tend to focus on the one person they see or whatever, and they kind of sometimes have tunnel vision, and it's important to really take in the situation. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of times these guys do attack in groups and you know different things. Kind of look around, be aware of what's going on around, just kind of take uh-huh. your focus back a little bit and look at the whole picture. And then I would say uh, do what you got to do is is the answer, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, you don't want to be the hero, but you can't let people die. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, you're the prepper. You're the guy that's prepared. Uh-huh. Be a man and be prepared. You know, right. this is uh, the, the survival and basic badass podcast. Uh-huh. So, you know, the badass in you should, uh, you know, help you step up a little bit. And that's uh, that's important. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know in a lot of situations like that, uh, when you see a gun, your instinct is to run. But that's kind of what guns are designed for, you know? Um, if somebody draws a gun, your instinct should be to get closer to them, get, get up close. But if they're already 20 feet away then you're not going to be able to close that distance faster than no. they can squeeze a trigger. Yes. So, I mean, it really uh, has a lot to do with uh, approximation. You know, if I was someplace, say, like the mall or, uh, you know, Yeah, the guy's next like that, to you and you can put them down, right. even better. But if I just hear gunshots and don't see anybody, you know, I'm going to start moving in the opposite direction, get my family moving in the opposite direction. Get Right. I'm not going to go find out what it is. You no. know, that's not a, that's not, you know, wise yeah, decision. but... Well, but now, nobody time, ever said we were wise. I mean, come on. At the same time, it, it's a, uh, you know, it's uh, you have to you have to really assess the situation before you uh, react, unless unless it's happening immediately, you okay. know, right right next to you. But um, a lot of these things, it's it's uh, these are always different situations, but there's a they lot are. of similarities between. There them. is. Um. Yeah. No, I mean, you see a lot of bomb attacks. I mean, that seems to be, you know, and a lot of times the first thing you see is the explosion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of, you know, it's weird. It kind of is like in the movies where you can't hear anything and you just kind of hear that like high-pitched tone kind of thing, that ringing in your ears. I've had that in the military where, Mm -hmm. you know, something goes off and you're just like... And kind of concussion, right. uh, you know, bound a little bit. You're right. just like, ah. Dazed and a little bit. Dazed, and... and everybody's dazed for a second or two, you know? It's mm-hmm. like a flashbang when they, you know, when they throw right. it in. And you're just, you know, oh. But as things start to come into focus, and that's when you got to move. And you got to start, you know, like I said, get people to cover that you care about. And then you got to kind of look at what's going on. You know, maybe just getting the information of what's going on, who does what, what guys you should be worried about, who's doing what, why do they seem suspicious, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of thing. Taking an account of the situation is going to be helpful. But anything you can stop. Um, now, back to, you know, situational awareness. It's, you know, there are certain things to look for. When you see the guy at the mall who's dressed, who's not, you know, wearing the appropriate seasonal attire, you know, mm-hmm. does it should raise an eyebrow. 
when yeah. a guy's carrying a duffel bag in the mall. Mm-hmm. That's a little weird, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, these are the things to look at, you know? But, again, some people are weird. Yeah. Um, well, I, I know um, you brought that up, and it, it's kind of a... I was looking at a... Uh, um, uh, it's a, there's a list of common traits with suicide bombers. I know we were talking about mass shootings. No, we no. don't get the suicide bombers no, we'll keep going. in the United States as often here. But hey, uh, <clears throat> the world seems to be changing pretty right. rapidly is and, what I and, notice. You know, Israel, uh, they get quite a few suicide bombers. That's they kind do. of a big deal over there. And they, uh, they came up with a list of, of 12 things that might alert you to somebody right. before you're they... going to take us through it I, yeah i'll run you through the list all right here. i'm excited all right but the, the first one is is what you had just mentioned was the inappropriate clothing all right because if it's you know warm summer day and they're wearing a you know a heavy coat now i do remember some out. guys in the navy always wearing the raincoat mm-hmm. they weren't suicide bombers they were just creepy and they're weird just creepy and I, I think any one of these taken by itself is is just a weird person you know but, but maybe you keep an eye on them. Right, right. But they, right. Say, they say, you know, you want to watch for four or five of the 12 and and then, you know, piece things together. You can see what's going on. I don't on. want to miss things. Uh, everybody's a little bit off, but... Uh, uh, so this... it smells bad is on there? Cause... <laughs> well, this one is... Uh, the second one is, is a robotic walk. Ooh. Now, I think they they see that is, is, uh because you're carrying you know, heavy weight that you're not used to. Mm. You know, a lot of those bombs are packed with things like uh, screws and nuts and ball bearings, things that are, you know, shrapnel. Now, I don't know so. if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I know in boot camp they told me I didn't really swing my arms the way I should when I walk. Oh, really? And they found it very concerning. And they were like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, a normal person <laughs> has a little swing okay. when they walk. So Not you, though. I, huh? I know what you're talking Well, no, I corrected the problem. Oh, oh They okay. were like, if you're going to, you know, be in the Navy, we got to do something here. <laughs> you got to swing your arms you gotta better. You got to swing your arms. They, they sent you to arm swinging Arm class. swinging school. So, yeah. Right. There's a class for that. All right. Now, three through, um, three through six uh, are, are kind of all you know in the same thing uh it's sweating irritability uh nervous tics um you know nervous behavior it's it's just like a no now i'm seeing why you say you need to take a couple together because i'm irritable yeah you're already you're already three on the list here (laughs) so now now i'm seeing it all right Uh, but you're gonna want to basically what i'm sweating gonna watch for um you're gonna watch for people that are are um uncomfortable where they're at okay they you know something is something is off with them you can see that sort of uh nervous behavior with with a lot of people all right that doesn't necessarily mean they're a bomber uh another one you want to watch for number seven is low and controlled breathing like if you've ever seen somebody trying to recover from a panic attack or something like that it's kind of one of those preventative measures they seem to do that you know just can try and keep control of their emotions and and things like that because obviously you know it's the first time they've done this. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a suicide bomber. You know, that's it's kind of like a... <laughs> it's yeah, a one-shot one deal. Yeah, you just, just one, one You only chance. get one shot at yeah, that. Nobody, if you don't get it right, it's really, kind of... Uh, yeah, nobody really gets a redo on those. No, and they don't get to question mm-hmm. them after the fact. Um, Except for, what was it, the underwear guy? He didn't uh, pull it off, right? Or was it the shoe bomber? Shoe bomber. I think... What happened with the underwear guy? He just burned his junk up pretty bad, right? <laughs> so, so. That's got to be really rough, though, if like, you're looking... For forward to 72 virgins and instead you just, you just light your, your balls on fire and spend the rest of your life yeah, in prison. Yeah, no, that can't be good. But, uh, you know, it happens. 
All Tough right. luck. Uh, number eight is staring. Uh, they don't really know why they do it, but they say it's either like a tunnel vision mm. or just trying not to make eye contact, but they just seem to look straight ahead and, and uh, you know, not looking around them, not, you know, but, you know, a focused uh, stare okay. to, uh, to uh, avoid eye contact, things like that. Number nine is mumbling prayers. If somebody's Ooh. mumbling, praying under their breath. Uh, I always seen worry that, about people that pray. I'm like, is they've there seen that wrong with, with this guy. Every reports with almost every one of them, they've been mumbling prayers uh, before it happens. Mm. All um, right. Number ten might be something that you don't you don't think a lot about, but you had mentioned that uh, carrying a bag because you might have a vest on, a bomb vest on. All right. But you don't. You have to uh, detonate it somehow, and usually it's something like a like a big battery. And so you'd have that battery with you. And uh, number number eleven is kind of um, goes with that. You don't you can't see their hands because what happens is when people spot them, if if they say you ran up and gave somebody a bear hug, they wouldn't be able to detonate the bomb. Well, it happened a few times, and they kind of learned their lessons from this. So they just keep their 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 detonation device in their hands so that they can detonate it. So they keep their hand they in the pocket or yeah. whatever. In their coat, yeah. wherever okay. it is. But you can't, you know, they have their hands hidden somehow. And the 12th one, uh, this just goes for male uh, terrorists, but they said uh, they shave their beards. Ah. A lot of them, especially in Western western areas, All right. shave their beards. So you'll see that tan line on the, on the face, ah. you know, or a beard, you know, I... I guess it's not uncommon to have beards uh, in the United States anymore. I, I've got one, but no, yeah, no, you're just, growing a little facial yeah. hair. Just watch it. If I shave it off, man, it might be a, it a could dead be giveaway. going crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the uh, the list nice. of twelve uh, twelve things to watch for. Um, you know, but that's something you might want to you know look up online and just kind of uh, get familiar with them. I know that it's uh, you know, like I said, suicide bombings aren't that common in the United States, but no. that doesn't mean it's not going to become common. Yeah, no, it's a uh, messed up world. And mm-hmm. These people uh, are pretty crazy. Now, another thing I've heard of is, uh, like, I guess, you know, whenever you do something that you're not used to or, um, you know, that's dramatic, um, uncomfortable, something like that. Like, even when you go to a job interview, and if you've been to 20 job interviews, no big deal. Right. But you go to one for the first time. Right. You're like, ooh, you're anxious, you're wired, your pulse right. is kind of going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not uncommon for these guys to take sedatives yeah. and things to just kind of calm them down. And you kind of see it in their behavior um, both ways, yeah. being either excited and anxious or being the guy right. who's just kind of too loud. Yeah, there's definitely a, a lot of reports I've heard about them seeming like they're like almost in a hypnotic trance. Right, right. So, And, and a lot of that is uh, apparently... Drugs are bad if you're a Muslim, unless you're about to. Uh, unless you're going to kill everybody. Kill people, then it's then, all right. Yeah. Then it's all good. Same thing for hookers and blow the day before. Yeah, yeah. You know, you I do know, what uh, you gotta. You know. Yeah, I know all those. Uh, they said the nine eleven attackers right, were all right. in bar hanging out at bars before beforehand. And you know, hey, you do what you gotta, right? Yeah. Uh, there's some messed up people, but. Well, that's so, why we have the show, right? That's why we. Uh, you practice these things. You got to prepare for the crazy, uh-huh. and uh, too often there is uh, crazy out there. Mm-hmm. Now, anything else you came up with? Or, well, that uh, was that. That was the list. Um, and like I said, that was the Israeli counterintelligence. I looked up uh, uh, Homeland Security's list. Yeah, and it was very uh, vague and like, you know, just just kind of 
And they, they went into a lot of things like uh, people, you know, not caring about future, like not uh, their future, like, you know, like they buy one-way tickets uh, on oh. the airplane. They don't get their change yeah, back so when they buy we're, things. We're not airport security, though. We're stuff. not really piecing yeah. these things together. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that was, I, I looked, same thing, FBI, Homeland Security. I started looking at some of these websites, seeing if they had insight. Mm-hmm. And they were basically all like, cower and be a pussy. Go yeah. hide behind right your away. mom's skirt and mm-hmm. uh, and everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. But I hate to say it, I think that time has come and gone in America where right. there can't be any more hiding if we want to save what we have. And if you want to save your family. Right. And you know, don't they expect, count uh, on the passive, laid yeah. back, you know. What is it? Uh, Glenn Beck's always talking about the Bubba effect or... Uh, where where you just kind of go along with uh, whatever the the normalcy bias, yeah, I guess is the uh, what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. and just kind of well that nobody would really do that. I've never seen it, so it must not so be must happening. Be, yeah. Or or the government will come in and save it. You know, yeah. a policeman will come in and shoot that guy. I should just stand here and wait because mm-hmm. that's what I've been trained to do. Hey, well, they said a lot of the uh, a lot of the people uh, with that truck attack in in Nice. Mm-hmm. In France, that was just uh, yeah. a week or two ago. Um, they said a lot of people just kept trying to wave him down, let him know that he was hurting people because they didn't think he. They thought he just made a wrong turn and was uh, accidentally driving over everybody. Wow! But um, you know, they stood there and waved their hands until they got squished. Because you can't imagine. Because it, we've talked yeah. about this. It's not something you would ever do, right? What so, same person would just drive a truck you know, into a crowd? That's uh, insane. People, but. And they just can't comprehend it and can't mm-hmm. put your mind around it. And like I said, it's so important to kind of take charge and, and tell people what to do because right. they won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the bottom line. They won't yeah. take charge of themselves. It's like, and, uh, you know, when you come across an accident, you see a, an accident and you, you tell somebody to call 911. Right. Everyone thinks somebody else is going to do it. Right. You, you, have, know, you to, have to. They always say, be, be specific. specific. Yeah. Right. You call 911. Right. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's unbelievable. And you know, they say you know, with people falling on uh, you know subway tracks, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. everyone just kind of stands there yeah, and, waiting oh. for the other person to. And but they said as soon as somebody jumps in to save them, then other people will jump in to help. It's mm-hmm. not even that the one guy is so brave, right? But just people don't react like that, mm-hmm. and. You know, that's that's really, you guys need to pay attention and be out there and take charge mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, maybe, you know, you guys are preppers, so you're all already kind of in this world and, and you're aware of what's going on, but just make sure, you know, you realize that other people mm-hmm. aren't going to react, so you need to. Right. And and that's it. That's uh, that's, that's part, what I got for you. Oh, yeah, that's no, part of the, well, I mean, that's part of the situational awareness that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Is, is really just... um. You know, being prepared for the uh, the events that that aren't normal. You know, yeah. being ready for something to happen when you know you might have gone to a place a hundred times, but you know the hundred and first time might be, you know, the one time that the uh, gas station's getting stuck up when you walk in. You know, you go to the movie theater, and uh, that might be the day that uh, you know somebody shoots it up. So it's uh it's really you know one of those things. It's easy to get complacent with uh with your daily life, but now you know. Speaking so. of, I just you know now that uh I don't know I've been spending a lot more time with my guns lately, and and I'm starting to realize you know people don't. It's one thing to go to the range and shoot at a target all day long, mm-hmm. but 
try and shoot an animal that you know just pops out at the split second mm-hmm. it's a different world right and when you do it you're like oh that's something I'm not it takes you a minute to get right. focused and aimed and mm-hmm. and realigned and just kind of maybe start stepping up your game you know, mm-hmm. be ready for the unexpected, the pop-up, the, right. you know, weird thing. Maybe start training that way. Right. Well, you know, I think another another point that we miss we miss out a lot is, uh, you know, staying healthy, staying physically fit, you know. If lift, you want to be the hero, yeah, you need to be weights, ready you know, to go. It's it's good to work on your, on your grip. You know, a lot of people that go to the gym are working on their biceps, but, you know. You got to look good for the hand, ladies. Yeah, when I it mean, comes to hand-to-hand combat... Uh, being able to grab a hold of somebody and not not let them slip out is is a big deal. Um, what was what was his name? Spencer Stone, that uh, the uh, airman that that uh, uh, took down the terrorist in uh, France on the train. On the train, the three guys yeah, or whatever. Three guys, yeah. him and his his buddies, and I think one of them was a uh, they called him a Norman, which is a place in France. That's uh, okay. you know uh, one of the guys there that that gave him a hand and. Um, you know, he got pretty cut up, you know. He he was a big, stocky guy, if you take a look at him. You know, he's not a little guy. But uh, even with three other people, obviously the, the person was intent on doing something and didn't want to be stopped. And uh, I think he got a good chunk cut out of his hand uh, yeah. that they had to stitch back together afterwards. Oh, uh, did you hear? I, he got stabbed a couple weeks ago? Yes, I did yeah, hear that, that was a little later. I yeah, mean, that was a little while a ago. Weeks a couple ago, months ago, yeah. but yeah. But he got into uh, some sort of... Scuffle at a bar. Yep, yep. No, that's it. But uh, so you know, maybe start stepping up your uh, preparedness. You mm-hmm. know, that's all. Yeah. And uh, I do have uh, some bad news. The uh, the fifty uh, free prepping badass patches are all gone. We gave them all away. But don't lose heart. If you guys head over to Patreon, you pledge a dollar a month, I'll send you a patch. Nice. So I got your back. Just put your information in there. I'm gonna take care of you. Now, Just a dollar for to, your to uh, commitment Patreon, to being. Uh, how would we go about that? Patreon. Well, I would look in the uh, show notes, uh, okay. and I would click the link, and we it'll could, take you right to our page. There's but, a link in the na- in the notes, huh? Or you could just Google it. It's uh, Patreon. P a t r e o n dot com. I was listening to another podcast. And then you want to search uh, Survival Badass. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast right place. and they were talking about their uh, Patreon. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how it sounds like a disobedient child. Like oh. You might hear that at the mall where you walk around some mom go, Patreon! Get over here! <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. And then, you know, as always, we like when you guys check out our website, uh, PreppingBadass.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have any questions, comments, like the show, want to tell us anything, you can uh, check email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com. At gmail.com. All right. right. And uh, what else? Uh, maybe on the iTunes, you leave us a review. Yeah. Help spread the word. Maybe mm-hmm. build up the uh, badass army here. Yep, yep. And uh, that's so it. So I, uh... yeah. What do you got? Well, I just got a chainsaw, man. Oh, you uh, finally manned the, up. Joining the club, I had a had a shitty old uh, piece of piece of junk out in the garage that yep. never worked the way I wanted it to when I wanted it to work. So I broke down, got a steel. Now that you tell me that, I gotta tell you, 
about the fifth time I go out to use my steel, it's oh. fighting me a little bit really? to get it going. It's a little yeah. pain in my ass. Yeah. I sucked it up and actually spent the money on it because I mean, what, I already like have 330, a piece of junk. 350, yeah, 320. Well, I, I was going to get the 14-inch um, uh, the blade. All right. And they didn't have it in stock. Um, so that, I'll just go for the 18. Fuck it. It's, nice. Know, it's an extra 100 so bucks. Is that the Wood Boss well or a, uh, what one is that? A, yeah. Yeah, I think so. That was yeah, because um, they had the farm boss, but I lifted it, and I'm like, I'm gonna be tired and need yeah, a nap after ten yeah, minutes. That's the, you know, that's the really the balance. If you're cutting down six inch long big trees, you really don't want to be carrying a, a 200 pound chainsaw. Right? Yeah, no. But and um, I was like, oh, well, I'm a manly guy, you know. Whenever <laughs> I think we maybe talked about this, but yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, but I sucked it up. Uh, I like that. No, I I went out and bought a. Uh, a, a uh, 22 caliber handgun. Oh, really? And because uh, I wanted to get something I could get the the wife and and the kids, you know, a little comfortable. Mm-hmm. Take them to the range and uh, let them, uh, you know, test it out. And uh, I don't know, it's pretty freaking loud, and it's got the triggers a little tough to pull. And I'm like, it's uh, a little, it's, yeah. It was uh, the Ruger SR22. Well, like, I mean, you don't want a hand uh, hair trigger when you have kids kids using it. No, you know, I guess not. I mean, you don't want them to not be able to pull the trigger either, though. I don't know, because she keeps going to pull it and then, like, holds it up and looks at it. Like, why is it so hard? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. And maybe that's not... not maybe good, I'll, but... I'll look into that a little further. Uh, so I haven't what, worked that out yet. What kind of what brand was it? It was Ruger. A Ruger? Oh, that's that's nice. That's nice. Uh, it's a quality. Ruger SR twenty two is what okay. it was. It's a nice looking gun. Okay, what do you do with a uh, a twenty two pistol? Um, I mean, no. it doesn't seem like a. I thought that you know, I was like, well, it I it just felt right. You know what? You put it in the hand, and I was like, I've never had a gun feel this nice in my hand. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this thing's great. I love mm-hmm. it. And like I said, the trigger was a little harder than I like. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of it. I mean, I just got to put some time in it. Yeah, just settle uh, and see what you can do, huh? And it just, but it was nice. Yeah. And uh, nothing felt that right. But so I was worried. I was like, oh yeah, I don't really want to carry it as my everyday carry, you know, because it's 22. Mm-hmm. John Hinckley, 22. Oh yeah. Was able to, uh, you know, shot Brady, shot the Gipper. Uh huh. Gipper almost died. Yeah, he they almost weren't didn't on, make it. They yeah. weren't on top of that. That would have ended pretty bad. Uh-huh. Still didn't end very good. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't um, very good Shot at all. a Secret Service guy. Shot a uh, uh, DC cop. Yeah, there's was a cop a lot shot of too. Up. Yeah, was it was it two killed and? I think nobody died. No, that's what I think. Okay. But uh, he, yeah, just he Brady being. Well, I mean, that's because yeah. it was a twenty-two, maybe. <laughs> uh, but you know, the the the. I always heard stories about uh, the mobsters when they would put out hits. Uh, would just walk up behind somebody and twenty two behind the ear, and it said it wouldn't come out the other side. It just rattle around in the inside the skull. There you go, and uh, chew you up. That was the end of it. So, but I mean, you know, I'm not trying to make fun of. It. I'm. I don't want to be shot by a twenty two. You know, maybe either. I'm going to bring it over, and we're going to find out. <laughs> Shoot me in the butt. See how much it hurts. <laughs> see if that's funny. But uh, no, I wanted something quiet, not draw a lot yeah. of attention, and uh, yeah, I was just talking about. Um, uh, been looking around for a range, uh, gun okay. range. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I've got spots right around my house where I can do it, but you know, I know I've had neighbors call call. Yeah, cops the local on me one uh, isn't going to pan out. Which one? They were going to do one in Kingston. Oh, they're they're not going to do it anymore. Not going to do it. No. All right. Well, I no. I did find one up in uh, Woodstock that I'm going to look into a okay. little bit. So. So we'll see how that goes. 
Nice, nice. Is it a gun club or is yeah, it... it's a gun club, yeah. and it's uh, you know, it's a, a small fee, you know, annual fee, and and uh, you know, so I'll check it out, see what it looks Sounds like. I'll let good. you know. I know it's you guys got to be putting in the time, mm-hmm. build up, uh, you know, some experience. Right, and that that muscle memory stuff it definitely uh, helps when it the emergency. It really come does. Up. Yeah, um, you guys got to be getting your hands in it. So yeah. Yeah. All right. With that, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. All right. with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.